0: Episode 30 of Tandem with the Random, an open-format podcast featuring interviews with interesting people doing interesting things. This is your host, Brian Kelly.
1: We never expected this thing to turn out in the way it it, it did. I was friends with another professor, Saul Lepas, the the co-founder who uh, taught at at Union College at the time. And so we decided to put on uh, uh, what was then the first uh, personal computer festival in the world.
0: That was Dr. Alan Katz, Professor of Electrical and Computer Engineering at the College of New Jersey, and co-founder and chair of the Trenton Computer Festival, an event that has taken place in central New Jersey for nearly 40 years. Dr. Katz discusses the history and evolution of the Trenton Computer Festival and shares what you can expect to experience at this year's event, which takes place at the College of New Jersey in Ewing Township, New Jersey, On Saturday, March 15th. We'll hear my interview with Dr. Alan Katz in just a bit. First, it's time for a few random thoughts. So since the last podcast, there have been a few massive pileups on U.S. roadways due to snowy and icy conditions, including chain reaction crashes involving approximately 100 vehicles on the Pennsylvania Turnpike outside Philadelphia and another in the Denver, Colorado area. There was also a 50-vehicle pileup on I-80 in western Pennsylvania. With the presence of traffic cameras, sometimes there is video of these accidents. And what you usually see in these videos is the initial crash, which many times isn't so bad, and then, inexplicably, a car in which the driver, who is already driving like an idiot in unfavorable travel conditions, decides the best option is speeding around these accidents rather than slowing down and braking. Surprise, surprise, that car winds up slamming into another vehicle the driver didn't see and that's followed up by another car doing the same thing. Eventually, after the roadway is cluttered with the wreckage of so many cars, drivers apparently reach the point when they realize this tactic is stupid, dangerous, and pointless. If anything, it usually makes a bad situation worse. I see it all the time when I'm driving now. I'll be on a multi-lane highway, cruising along until suddenly I see brake lights in all the lanes in front of me. As the sane drivers slow down or have to come to a stop, I'll always see some car or cars just trying to continue speeding through everyone. The driver's first instincts aren't to slow down and assess the situation, but rather to simply go around three or four lanes of stopped traffic at full speed, as if we're all stopping for no apparent reason. Where the heck do these people think they are going to go, and why can't they just slow down for a minute before doing something stupid? I remember a few months ago being stuck in traffic on a local two-lane road, It was about a quarter-mile back up at a traffic light. It was a no-passing zone, and it wasn't like you could pass anyone at that point anyway. And there was hardly any shoulder on the other side. Yet for some reason, the driver behind me kept angling her car as if she was going to somehow get around me and be on her way. She kept honking her horn and yelling at someone, possibly me, maybe the traffic light, God, who knows, the entire time we were stuck at the light. Seriously, people. I'm always running late, and I hate traffic more than anyone. But please keep in mind that your car is a 4,000-pound metal death machine at high speeds, so when you try to zoom around vehicles without really knowing what's on the other side, you're basically attempting suicide and or murder. So please, stop being an idiot. As much as it sucks, sometimes you just have to slow down or even stop and deal with traffic. Put together a Traffic Jam playlist on a CD or on your favorite media device, and make the best of it. After this short musical break, we'll hear from Dr. Alan Katz, co-founder and chair of the Trenton Computer Festival. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Tandem with the Random podcast at tandemwiththerandom.com. me on tandem with the random is dr alan katz professor of electrical and computer engineering at the college of new jersey and co-founder and chair of the trenton computer festival which began way back in 1976 the 39th edition of the trenton computer festival takes place at the college of new jersey in ewing new jersey on saturday march 15th dr katz thank you for your time and welcome to the podcast
1: i really appreciate the opportunity to talk about the festival i'm always excited Every year, there's something new uh, and interesting
0: to talk about. Yes, uh, but before we talk about what the Trenton Computer Festival is today, uh, let's go back to the beginning. How did TCF come into existence, and what were those early days like?
1: Well, you know, we never expected this thing to turn out in the way it it, it did. Originally, we had started up the engineering program at the College of New Jersey, and the College of New Jersey, back then it was Trenton State College, Had been primarily a teacher's college and here we're offering a a technical program and we want the public to know about that. And quite frankly part of the mission of the, what was then the state college system is to educate the public. And here was this phenomenal thing occurring, the introduction of, uh, of microchips that would do the function that had previously been done by a, a huge computer you know it's like uh, taking a refrigerator that was the size of a small computer back then a big refrigerator and uh, and shrinking it down to something the, the size of a uh, of a typewriter or a large typewriter anyhow back in those days and actually some of the early personal computers back then were even smaller so this was this concept of being able to take this this what had been a huge occupier of space, very expensive, and start to conceive of doing this at a, uh, at something that was affordable that individuals could use. Really, it's the, this, what we call today the personal computer revolution. And, and those of us at the college thought that this was something that, uh, would be good to tell the public about. And I was friends with another professor, Saul Leibis, who's the, the co-founder who, uh, taught up at Union College at the time, and he had started up a uh, organization, uh, basically a club for people who were interested in in uh, personal computing, and and so we kind of you know got together, and it was like uh, you know uh, putting two chemicals together, and you have this flash. And we both realized that this would be something very nice to do, and so we decided to put on uh, uh, what. Was then the first, uh, personal computer festival in the world. And we expected to have a few people show up. And, uh, and, and it was this huge, huge crowd we had. And, uh, and, and a lot of publicity. Now, uh, the, the first year we had a reporter, for instance, from uh, Playboy Magazine. So this is going to be a toy that maybe if you're rich or well-to-do, well-off, you could uh, use and the new york times was there uh the first computer festival made the first page of the new york times wow. we were we were kind of inundated uh with a a level of success we didn't anticipate
0: right and, and now you you've you mentioned the state of computers back then and obviously there's been an evolution there and the the festival has evolved as well at the height it even had to leave the college at one point correct that's correct.
1: Uh, we had uh, Bill Gates, uh, I, he was our keynote speaker on campus in 1989. I remember spending the day with Bill Gates and I had him away in my office. Wow. And, uh, and he was, you know, not a, a small person in the world at that time. He was, he was uh, probably the richest man in the United States rather than the world back then. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was a very interesting experience to get to meet him and, uh, and host him. Not the way that people think. They think he got this aloof uh, individual, and he seemed to be very concerned about people, and, uh, and uh, wanted to make sure he, you know, talked to people. He didn't, uh, uh, how should I say, snub them. Just you can see, as a, as, a, as a celebrity, everyone wanted to, uh, you know, greet him. And uh, I think there's a feeling that some of his, his his wealth would rub off off on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He walked through the crowd. You'd have this, you know, influx of people all surrounding him, and I could see how that. Uh, you think about it, it, you just can't do it all the time. It's it tiring, and he, but he, at the same time, he 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 didn't want to. You know, he wanted to to be able to talk to people and uh, and greet them. You know, it's almost like a politician, but he wasn't a politician. He didn't have to do those things. Right. He really was concerned.
0: Now, for many years, uh, the festival operated as its own a uh, non-profit uh, educational entity, uh, but now uh, in recent years that's been dissolved and, and now it's an event that's uh, put on by TCNJ's Electrical and Computer Engineering Department, correct? Well,
1: uh, it really was that way in the beginning. Uh, it, it wasn't a separate organization uh, at all. We had a bunch of clubs that got together. The The college... Uh, lent its, the framework of, to take care of the finances and things like that.
0: And,
1: uh, you know, uh, organizations are interested in supporting events because it helps them run their own events. And it, it functioned that way for many years. And we actually had a problem with, uh, the, uh, state of New Jersey came in and, and, and questioned our tax-free basis, uh, uh, when we were over at Mercer, we were at Mercer County College for a, a number of years. Because as you, you said, uh, the the space around the college in New Jersey just couldn't handle the influx of people around the streets and everything. Right. We were running twelve fifteen thousand people at our peak uh, coming to the festival wow. on campus. Uh, and we moved to uh, Mercer because we could park people in the park around it and, uh, a lot of, uh, of, of, uh, of reasons in terms of physical access, uh, we could run the festival without the some of the parking issues around the campus that we had at TCHA We we ran there for a uh, a number of, of of years, but when we were there, the, the Mercer didn't even though they handled our finances the way we worked it there, they didn't have the same involvement with the festival, and so we we formed a A corporation, uh, and it's a, it was a corporation of corporations to handle the, the funds. Even though, uh, myself as a representative of the College of New Jersey and, and several of the organizations in the department were always a, a major force there. We, 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 we had the separate organization. Now the problem was that, uh, interest in computing got smaller. And as that contracted, and with expenses a lot of the clubs were concerned that they weren't making I, I should use the word making but they were not getting any revenue to help their organizations mm-hmm. so basically we ran to a situation a few years ago where the uh, our, our key clubs basically didn't see the value of uh of, the, of working on the festival and continuing the cooperation and myself and some of the faculty said, we want to keep this thing going. Uh, how can we do it? We got some support from the the college to ensure that we we would not have a problem with uh, exceeding the expenses, let's put it that way. And we restructured the festival from a two-day to a one-day event. But we still have the pretty much the same sponsoring organizations. And we also share when we have a surplus in the income with them. So it's pretty much what's happened as you might say as we've gone back to what we were in the beginning. The, 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 the college oversees the finances because we didn't have any uh, any formal organization, and uh, and that's what they're doing again. But they're also recognizing that that we have a, a, a several clubs there, and some of them were original clubs there who are supporting the festival and and if the if the festival has a surplus in terms of running it, just like the uh, historically what funds we had from the festival were used for scholarships at the college. Uh, And to support scholarship activity, the other organizations were helping. They deserve a share,
0: too. So, let's finally come around to the current day version of the Trenton Computer Festival. Uh, What can attendees expect to experience at this year's event?
1: Well, there, there are a lot of things the, the, the festival is much broader in terms of technology and one of the exciting areas that's gonna, I think is going to have a, a huge impact on the public is what's called the Internet of Things. You now we're now everyone's familiar with the concept of the internet and use the internet all the time and but the Internets usually is used primarily as a way of communicating between people and locating people locating information that relates to people the idea of the internet of things is that you can keep track of objects and objects communicate with themselves. So uh, you you gotta picture this idea that you can keep track of of different objects you have and what the situation in those objects are and they actually can communicate among themselves using the internet. So uh, if you have a car or several cars those cars become objects, part of the Internet of Things, that so you can keep track of. Those cars, those empty cars it can be boats, could be airplanes. It can be very simple, small things or small objects, because today we can fit microcomputers and the electronics in very small objects. You can keep, keep track of those those objects. So you might say, uh, as an example, where are my keys? So you can go to the Internet and it'll tell you where your keys are. Right. That's maybe be an extreme case. Uh, Many, many applications where the ability to communicate, keep track of objects is very important. I, I really think it's going to have a tremendous impact uh, on the on the public, and the, the public's going to make use of the facilities of the Internet and that of, of, of things the same way it makes use of, of, its, of communicating with people via the Internet today.
0: And as far as the event itself, um, it, it's it's basically there's there's the speaking uh, events, the speakers, there's the uh, exhibits, and there's there's the flea market. Still, is that the still the format? Yeah. Okay,
1: that is the that's the format uh, as an educational, and it's always been that way. We I know a lot of people they they love the ability to buy things, and we provide that. It, it doesn't have the same impact as it did before eBay and, uh, and talk about objects, getting objects on the internet, right? right. Uh, you know, eBay had a, a fundamental impact on flea markets. Uh, so there wasn't the same need, but people still like to go and feel and see and touch things and, and see things and be entertained and buy. And so we have a, we have a very nice indoor, uh, vendor area where we have vendors and they're, are, are selling things on it, uh, but we also have many different types of talks. I, I, I mentioned our keynote, but that's just one little piece of this, uh, 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 people are interested. One of the things are, are, are is object of uh, of uh, digital currency, uh, Bitcoin, as it's called. And uh, we have a talk on, on that, which another thing that have a large impact uh, on uh, people in the future. Uh, I, it's another speaker who's, uh, who's talking about the stock market and using a computer, uh, to calculate trends in the stock market. This, this fellow's been a speaker for a number of years and he has a real following. He has got, uh, techniques that he's developed of, uh, based on computing, and personal computing of, uh, of, of tracking the stock market, which a lot of people are interested in. So, I mean, I pull those things out. There's a, there's a whole track of talks relating to robotics, uh, quadcopters, uh, uh, there's a, a, a talk on visualizing the brain, uh, uh, which talks about 3D imaging of the brain, how it works, how you can, can do it. Uh, there's all sorts of talks that deal with, uh, software. Uh, where can you go and, you know, get a day of education for $10 in advance, $12 at the door. There's a, there's a whole track, uh, basically a short course on object-oriented programming, uh, which starts the very basics and goes up through Java, Java and C++. Uh, and it's a one-day short course. One everything else, there's a whole track for people who are interested in IT, basically oriented toward IT professionals, but that's one track of ten tracks. Uh, there's uh, another track that, uh, is dealing with, uh, Microsoft. Uh, we have, uh, a speaker who's gonna talk about the latest things in Office, uh, and, in uh, and inside, uh, Windows. What are the developments there? We have another, we have another one that's gonna deals with security. Uh, computer security—that's a, a real concern that people have today. So we have a whole wor- workshop dealing with uh, with computer security. Uh, another uh, uh, workshop area deals with Google Glass. I don't know—are you familiar with Google Glass? Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> so we, we have a talk on uh, on that. That's know uh, we're talking about these things that are really have fundamental impact on uh, on society. It's hard to believe, but. As you noted, I've been involved with the computer festival for many years. So I can remember when giving interviews to someone like you and the interview say, you can't, you don't mean I'm going to have a computer in my home. <laughs> I can't believe that. I, 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 I'm saying this and it's not a joke. It, it's absolutely straight. Uh, and that was in the beginning. That was after we were running for 10 years. Right. People really, the concept of a computer in the home was inconceivable to uh, someone like yourself who was interviewing.
0: I, I guess the modern-day equivalent would be if I said, oh, you're not telling me I'm going to have a computer in my brain, but we're getting pretty close to that as it is. So
1: I absolutely believe that, <laughs> or at least the equivalent of a cell phone. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, that, that that's, has to do with the way people deal with their body. I don't think we're, we're ready for implants, most of us, that have been around for a while. But there's, the younger you are, the more uh you've grown up with a computer you've grown up with these things the more that type of concept is acceptable right. you know, i I don't want to be pierced. <laughs> <laughs> I see plenty of people around who uh including one of my daughters <laughs> who, who who doesn't see anything wrong with piercing right, right. so uh and I use that as an example but I, this stuff is coming uh there's no question in my mind. Yep. I, I I'm a believer, and I tend to be a real skeptic. I'm not the type of guy who believes in, in aliens coming from space and, and things like that. But I believe, if you project what's happening, that you're going to have computers or computing, and it's the right word to describe it, but that where the the electronic machines, the solid-state devices, know they exist. Right. Uh, I don't know, maybe the future of the universe. As biological beings, we give uh, ri- rise to silicon beings. That's a, a whole other story, but uh, I, I really believe that, and not that long, if you look at the ev- evolution and what's happening, if you follow the technology, and you look what's happening. It, 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 in my mind, it's hard to believe that that's not going to happen. It's right. not going to be like 2001. How? there exactly? But uh, it, it, the pieces are there. It's hard to believe it's not going to happen. Yeah. People right. will talk about things, and you say, "Well, you know, scientifically, I can't project that, but the things you can project—the Uh the integration of, of biology you know, with, with, with people—it's uh, uh, going to be a very
0: interesting time." I agree. All right. Well. Again, my guest has been Dr. Alan Katz, professor of electrical and computer engineering at the College of New Jersey and co-founder and chair of the Trenton Computer Festival. And if you want to find out more about the festival, you can check out the links in the show notes. Dr. Katz, thank you for joining me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks again to Dr. Alan Katz for being a guest on the podcast. To find out more about Dr. Katz and the Trenton Computer Festival, be sure to click on the links in the show notes on the blog. Remember, to stay up to date with the podcast, please keep an eye on tandemwiththerandom.com, follow us on Twitter at TWTRpodcast, like Tandem with the Random on Facebook, or join Tandem with the Random's Google Plus Circle for the latest information and show updates. Until next time, this is Brian Kelly. Take care. and views expressed by the host of Tandem with the Random are not necessarily shared by guests of the program. Conversely, the thoughts and views expressed by guests of the podcast are not necessarily shared by the host. For more information and show notes for the podcast you have just heard, please visit Tandem with the Random on the web at tandemwiththerandom.com.